0: Hello, welcome to another installment of the Central American Groups podcast, in which experts discuss topics related to doing business in Costa Rica, El Salvador, and the rest of the region. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Central American Groups podcast. The purpose of these recordings is to have conversations with people with various expertise in doing business in Central America. In this episode, we have the pleasure of speaking with Luis Chinchilla, Luis is the head of a Costa Rican company called OPIA, and the acronym in Spanish means Advanced Engineering Operations. First, we'd like to learn a little bit about you, Luis. Could you tell us about yourself and then maybe about your organization?
1: Absolutely, Stephen. Thank you very much for having us today. Um, It's a great opportunity to interact with you and with the rest of of the people that have the chance to watch this. I'm a chemical engineer by degree. I've been in the industry for more than uh, 40 um, close to 40 years working in different areas ranging from facilities startup, facilities operation, clean room certification, commissioning, advanced engineering studies, and um It just happened that uh, my professional career has been hand in hand with the development of what we call in Costa Rica advanced industry, such as medical device manufacturing, pharma manufacturing, semiconductor manufacturing, optical manufacturing. But I had also the opportunity to interact with other uh, business segments, such as banking industry, software development, engineering applications. The organization that uh, we've developed um, had the the origin with uh, the arrival of certain companies into the country. You know, I happened to be on the customer side for a few years of, of my professional career and being on that side it was just something that caught our attention that there wasn't like a local engineering supplier that could fulfill certain needs that we were uh, experiencing and we couldn't have a quick and easy solution to those engineering needs. And and that's when Opia was uh, born and delivered to the market. Uh, We started with two disciplines. And now we have 10 different services that we offer to uh, the market uh, in Costa Rica, Central America, as you mentioned, and beyond Central America. Uh, We've done um, services in 15 different countries. So we try to bring that engineering hub concept to uh, the market and to our customers. And we're um, an organization with seven departments right now.
0: You know, I've had a little bit of an opportunity to look at your website, and I'm impressed by the wide range of services that your company provides. But given the makeup of manufacturing and industry in Costa Rica, what are the most utilized, utilized services that your company provides to people that are in Costa Rica doing manufacturing?
1: Okay, it 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 varies, uh, Stephen, it varies depending on the nature of, of the customer business. Okay, for the high advanced manufacturing, meaning medical devices and or pharma, I would say the engineering services around clean room, clean room peripheral equipment such as film hoods, biosafety cabinetry, laminar hoods, compressed air, and certain advanced engineering as Computational fluid dynamics are the most demanded services, whereas other business segments, such as software development, um, banking industry, is commissioning services the primary uh, demand that we experience? So it varies depending upon the business segment. The business nature and when i say business nature is not the same services required for a startup that for an operation that is an already ongoing operation or even you know if you're ramping down and you're transition your production line to a different set of lines you might need to decommission your facility to ensure it is safe to turn the equipment down and it is safe for the upcoming line of equipment. So it, it, it will depend upon on the nature and the business segment, Stephen.
0: Quick question, a little bit uh, peripheral to what it is that you just spoke about. Um, over the course of time that you've been in business, what changes have you seen in the industry in Costa Rica?
1: It, it it's I, I will categorize the changes in, in three areas, Stephen. The first one has to do with paradigm changes. And the perfect example, and, and this has been widely used, not only by us, but in general by the industry, there is certain companies that have marked like a milestone in the country's history. You know? uh, and the analogy, the first analogy on paradigm change is before Intel and after Intel. Before Intel, it was fairly common to see the construction workers you know, wearing uh, sleeveless shirts uh, in boots, shorts, uh, and and just with a hat. Now you can see all the construction workers with all the proper PPE, you know, which means a hard hat, steel toe shoes, safety vest, protective lenses, and dressed adequately for the function they are doing you know if it is a welder it will be fully protected if it is a person that is doing um elevated work they will be wearing their harness and few things so the first change has been paradigm change okay the second ha- has been the the proliferation of engineering practices Okay, there are several elements from the engineering practices that can range from data analysis. Okay, structure problem solving, analytical uh, data processing, inductive thinking. Inductive thinking is you have several pieces that you put together for a whole. Deductive thinking, you have a whole that you have to segregate in pieces. Okay, and it takes different approaches, different way of thinking. So I would say the engineering proliferation has been the second one. And and the third area is technology adoption. Okay, technology came to uh, not only revolutionize our world, but to, in good theory, make our world and life easier sometimes might make it more complex. And technology uh, adoption across several business segments, it's the third change I've seen over the years in which we've been involved in the market.
0: Now, companies that are are scouting locations uh, for another facility, um, what would you advise them to pay particular attention to when looking at Costa Rica?
1: Okay, I I would say, and I'm going to build upon my answer on these three areas that I just shared with you. A business ecosystem contains different elements, okay? It contains the customer, it contains a robust base of suppliers, it contains a good business environment, it contains very good practices, and I would say throughout The many years that Costa Rica has developed itself within this segment niche of medical devices, high advanced industry, the country has learned and has managed um, ourselves to develop a robust, stable and good ecosystem for industries to come to the country. That, that's what I would say it, it's one of our key advantages and you know many companies continue to look at it.
0: What role do you see Opia playing in the ecosystem that you just referred to?
1: Okay we we've, we've uh, have established our vision to be uh, one of a vertical um, integration supplier. And uh, the vertical integration supplier takes not only a good, solid quality system, we're we're certified ISO 9001-2015. We also carry a certification that is issued in the US, but it's a worldwide recognized certification on three different disciplines. So that will bring a robust quality system for a supplier but we have also evolved to be a solutions supplier to the customer. You know, sometimes we come, measure the data and the data is telling me that what we did was correct. Yet the customer problem hasn't been solved. So we got one step beyond. We interact with the customer. We see what's the impact that the customer is experienced. And then we work with them on fishbone analysis, additional data trending reviews. Uh, It is fairly common, for example, on this vertical integration that I'm speaking about that when customer contact us for a particular issue they're experiencing, we tell them, can you share with us your building management system data for the past three months? And then we do trend analysis and then we go back to their customer. You know, there could be something that could be Uh, happening not now but it could have happened two weeks ago that is causing this issue so that's that's the added value that we have tried to bring to the table not just a robust quality qualified supplier but someone that can look into the customer operation and turn into a technical ally of the customer uh, problem solving process
0: so what do you see in the future for Costa Rica, and, and what do you see your company's role in its continued development?
1: Um, the, the future for Costa Rica, I I'm always like to be positive. I, I see it bright, but I see it challenging. I see it challenging because um, the demand of good labor, skilled people, um, it, it's something that uh, it's been experienced at all levels, no matter what company you are, you, you are um, on, on a pool to compete for those skilled and, and good talented people. So that that's on a, on, on a positive side, it's, it's good that we have such a demand. On the challenging side, on the opportunities, we need to fulfill that demand. So as the country, that's that's what I see. How do we see our role? Okay, we've we have continued to add further certifications to our portfolio. The, there is an additional certification, you know, the more that customers add, for example, biological safety devices and biological safety equipment. So we're adding an additional certification so that we can bring those services with a certification that is worldwide recognized on the local level. So we've we've continued to look where the world is where is the trends of the standards, where is uh, this particular requirement going, and we've been trying to anticipate those needs so that by the time those new requirements hit the Costa Rican market, we're already prepared, we have conducted the analysis, and we know what it takes to bring that requirement to our customers.
0: With regard to what you just mentioned, obviously that requires a lot of forward thinking and innovation, um, how do you foster innovation in your company?
1: We, we have two mechanisms to foster innovation, uh, Stephen. We've done an effort every single year. We have two to three graduate engineering students from the Universidad of Costa Rica, Instituto Tecnológico de Costa Rica, or any other of the largest, either private or public universities, doing research Projects for their graduation projects at OPIA. You know, we have done research from a static pressure control of buildings, temperature certification in a clean room. We're currently having one student by which we're doing a feasibility analysis of artificial intelligence algorithm for testing and balancing. So we've we've tried to foster People that are coming from the academic world to start developing their career experiences in in the working place to view what we do, challenge what we do, and and come up with new ways of doing it. That's perhaps the best way that we have found. That's one way. And the second way by which we try to be on top and, and foster that development is we keep our engagement with worldwide recognized organization. You know, we're part of the NEBB, which is the entity that certifies us in the US. We're part of ASHRAE. We're part of the IST, which is the Institute of Environmental Sciences and Technology of the US. We're part of the ISPE, which is the International Society of Pharmaceutical Engineering. We have established contacts with the Particle Technology Institute in Zurich. So, whenever we found an issue in which we might not have a good answer or we don't have an answer at all, we knocked at different doors and sure we have found someone that will give us the hint and will give us the answer. So, those are the two ways that we have implemented in our office to foster you know, future thinking and innovation.
0: Because our discussions are wide ranging but limited in time. Um, We have many visitors to our website, um, thecentralamericangroup.com, that when listening to podcasts, realize questions that they have that go beyond the scope of the discussions that we have with folks like you. What I'd like to know, if you could tell our listeners how they can engage with you, is there an email address, is there a phone number they can call, can they fill out a form on your website, how can they get in touch with you?
1: All of them, Stephen. They can fill out a form in our website. Uh, There is an email in our website, which is info at opiacr.com. They can touch with Betsy Ballestero, who is our commercial supervisor. And um, we still, you know, because we're a multi-generation company, we still pick up the phone. You know, if, if people call us, we still pick up the phone.
0: Well, that's nice to hear. It's yeah, Personal touch is always good.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: well, listen, I want to thank you for taking the time to join me for this discussion. It was very interesting, uh, very interesting to hear your information about your company, as well as perspectives on future development in Costa Rica. And uh, maybe we can have another discussion in the future to have an update of what your company and its uh, uh, programs are doing. That would be very nice.
1: Stephen, you're always welcome. And we do appreciate the opportunity you have given us to speak a bit the technical uh, world in Costa Rica.
0: Thank you for listening. Sign up to receive the Central American Group's quarterly newsletter by visiting www.thecentralamericangroup.com.